welcome to another episode of the Burrito Champo, your weekly rap podcast. Welcome back with the four of us, Kalish. This is Imran. This is Ayman. And this is Amri. Hey boys, what's up? All good? What's All up? Okay. It's the silly. It's okay. <laughs> Why Amri? Why uh, kind of feeling that? down because of the football results. Uh, just now oh, in the morning just now see, so quite bummed it's okay mm. we're gonna play futsal this Saturday man oh man thank for you days. for this reminder oh my god Saturday Saturday that's something to look I think, forward I think to. it was it's going to be on Wednesday actually Wednesday huh? yeah Wednesday. I think it's Wednesday Saturday lah no it's Saturday Wednesday. but anyway it's not important it's not important yeah, yeah, no we'll we'll confirm it will come for it back that's for another oh, story yeah. okay but whatever it is we're gonna play futsal this week oh, boys to be productive <laughs> boys gonna exercise yeah. after oh, months kill the beer belly Oof. remember Oof. when uh, the other I, I think it was the earlier episode where where I asked what, what we would do uh, once mm. MCO is lifted and finally This is like the... it's going full circle, you know, like in the movies where, you know, at first they say that and then in the end they, you get to see them do that. So, yeah. Oh, that's nice. That's three nice. months guys. plus. Not the end. Three months plus. Yeah, three months. Just to get to this yep, day. Three months. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Nice. Nice. Not bad. Not so bad. right. So, yeah. So last week's episode we talk about virtual idols. Uh, we talk about YouTube stars and online influencers that we sort of adore. And um, we like to watch. Obviously, towards the end, we had a little bit of a grip disagreement on Liverpool being the champions. I mean, they they are champions, <laughs> but there's they, no denying that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no denying that. But uh, there were a little bit of uh, friendly quarrel, I would say. Yeah, should have been yeah, Leicester. <laughs> no, you guys fan. gotta get used to it. It might be, you know, reoccurring. Oh, very confident, yeah. huh? Going into the new season. Well, you can hope. Yeah. You can hope. We can be optimistic, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Sorry, Spurs. The, why? The why is only Spurs fans? Yeah. <laughs> I think the, the disagreement last week sort of uh, triggers me to have this discussion this week about fanaticism. Ooh. So that's yeah, that's our topic for this week. It's fanaticism. <laughs> What is fanaticism, uh, Lish? What is it all about? What is right. the definition? So, so I, I don't really know how to define it in uh, from my own word, but I got it from Wikipedia. It says, it's a belief or behavior involving uncritical zeal or with an obsessive enthusiasm. Meaning, um, there, uh, the word obsessive is there, meaning uh, there is a certain level of obsession where you become a little bit Um, engulf in being a fan of something or someone or a football team can be anything. So, um, fanatics usually when you hear the fanatics is commonly associated with two things: movies and football, right? So you often uh, hear movie fanatics and uh, football fanatics. That's true. So, yeah, from movie fanatics' point of view, uh, some people only go to movies with for of a certain genre. Or a certain director, or uh, there's a particular actor that they like uh, in it. Actresses, and, um, they like. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe, mm-hmm. yeah. And then also, uh, most commonly, uh, franchise 
uh, fan bases, which is quite a quarrel, really. Mm. Obviously, yeah, obviously being a Star Wars fan, I was uh, quite um, sort of insulted by my friends when they say they like Star Trek. Although, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Amri, Amri was one of them as well. For all you to know. Guilty. Trigger. Yeah. yeah. Because when you ask them about Star Trek, they know they know no shit, man. They don't know anything. <laughs> but it's 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 good banter though. There, I'm redoing the Spock hand on camera. Yeah, you can really also something. see this obviously, especially among like Korean fan bases also, mm, other than mm. football. K-pop fans, yeah. man. Mm. K-pop fans, yeah. yeah. You can see there, that there be, like every day. Like sometimes people on. would like tweet something that's not related to K-pop, then then yeah. this one fan would just show up in the tweet, and just tweet, okay, so you can now stand uh this this person who is from a K-pop group, <laughs> and they just post the video randomly, yeah. like it's not supposed to be there. <laughs> so, but what's intriguing is that you don't see this with other fan bases. You only see this with K-pop fan bases. Exactly, yeah. and I I want to know why. Can somebody just tell yeah. me why, please? <laughs> Imran usually come up with an answer for this kind of questions. Yeah, you don't sure. have any answer for this one, Imran. You wanna get into music, really? <laughs> well, we'll get to that later. Yeah. Later. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, uh, just like we discussed earlier, boys. I mean, if we were to invite, let's say, a K-pop stand into the mm. podcast, that would be interesting. That would be an interesting discussion on why do nice, they support nice. and do they yeah. do they take it over the top or are they just much mm. like, um. Just there, there's a good balance right there. Mm. I think yeah, we I... have a good candidate for that, Amri. Don't you think? Yeah, I think he lives with you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I bet you could. Yeah. You could just go there and uh-huh. get him like real quick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's, he's at the gym right now, boy. So maybe another time. Ah, uh, that's a shame. Interesting. So, yeah. A gym junkie so, and also a K-pop fan. Mm. Yeah. So be careful, boys. You don't want to mess with them. <laughs> you definitely yeah. don't want to mess with them. <laughs> yeah. Right. So we talk about two things as a movie and football fanatics as well. So with football fanatics, it's uh, very um, interesting because, um, for example, when I was in Scotland, I discovered that the Celtic Rangers rivalry, or known as the um, uh, Old Firm rivalry. Uh, both of the teams are from Glasgow, in case you don't know. Glasgow. So, their rivalry um, actually has a religious basis to it. So, Rangers were there originally. Um, so, they are the Protestant part of Glasgow, while Celtic is the Catholic part of um, Glasgow. So, the, mm-hmm. most of the Catholics, uh, the Irish, supports um, Celtic and the rest, the Protestants and all support Rangers. Yeah, I mean, it dates way back in history, right? I think it's like yeah. way before modern times that they're having this like feud between Protestants and also Catholics. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, and, and if you watch Peaky Blinders, you can actually see uh, the Billy Boys. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The last one, yeah. They, they are actually part of uh, the Protestants in Scotland. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what what intrigues me is that uh, I live in Edinburgh. So in Edinburgh, there's two clubs, Hearts and Hibernians. Uh, I hate Hibernians because uh, I, I live in Hearts area, so I'm a Hearts oh, fan. Wow. Um, <laughs> you just hate them, you, in the you, area. you literally hate them. Eh? Yeah. So um, 
but Hearts is a uh, protesting part of Edinburgh, so they are more friendly to Rangers fan. And um, I went to three games of Hearts against Celtic, and it was fiery. So the chance had um, religious um, discriminations. So it was funny really being Muslim there to, to watch it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It was quite interesting. Yep. Is it really primar- primarily based on religion? Yep. That's, that's, the, that's the thing that divides them even until now. Yeah. Wow, yep. interesting. The, the football team, yeah. Oh, okay. So primarily that. So that that's why uh, because it is sort of the Irish independence in 19,000 I think if I'm not mistaken we can look that up later but um it's what they brought catholicism to Scotland and then sort of that it, that was what happened. Mm. So the the question that intrigues me is like how uh, it is affected in Edinburgh it doesn't really intrigue me that much because it's Edinburgh next to Glasgow but uh football fanatics in general uh not talking about Celtic Rangers fans here, Man United Liverpool rivalry, Man United um, Man City rivalry, Liverpool Everton rivalry, Chelsea Arsenal rivalry. Uh, okay, I would put in Spurs as well. Spurs, Spurs Arsenal, Arsenal, North London yeah. is yeah. white. Yeah, it is. Spurs is overlooked. <laughs> it is um, quite interesting <laughs> that we um, this far away from the UK are affected by that as well. Yeah, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> like mm. even though we don't really live there, but we we kind of have yeah. that like rivalry between our friends who like support our rival clubs. Yeah, that's true. So, well, f- from your opinion, why do you think is that? What what makes it? What makes the fanaticism so big that it comes to influence even a common religion? You see. I mean, I think it all started just as like a basic banter you know just to mm. like get back to your friends if they if their clubs like lose a match or against your against your club you know but yeah. for certain fans that for example like Kalish like he is a mm. like a hardcore Man United <laughs> fan <laughs> so for people like Kalish so maybe the thought of like supporting Man United it, it actually like comes from the heart so it's like embedded in your in your soul that you're a diehard mm. Man United fan so you have to defend your favorite club at all costs mm. from any mm. like banter or like from people <laughs> talking shit about your club or something mm. like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so uh, honest question to you guys. Do, do you guys think that I've gone over the bar sometimes mm. as a United supporter? I, I think mean, back when we know... earn... Back we were in uh, secondary school, I guess there was a point where things <laughs> yeah, got yeah. a little bit yes. uh, over the top. But uh, I would I mean, agree. We but you've grown young. more more mature now, Kalish. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. That is, but can I just say? Uh, can I just ask, Kalish, yeah. if if I recall correctly, there was a, a time a few years back where you would go to the UK just to see Man United play a game and then maybe walk around and then just go come back to Malaysia. I believe you yeah, did yeah, that once, yeah. right? Yeah, did did that uh, twice. But the the second times we tried to catch a game, but we ended up watching MK Dons. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I think that, that shows. United. That shows how much of a fanatic you are. You yeah. know, Kalish but, even went to yeah. like a Star Wars convention, right? 
Once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> was it in Malaysia? I think it was outside of Malaysia, right? I think it was no, outside it was, of Malaysia. It was, it was in London. Oof. Oh my god. Can you see the fanaticism in this movie? <laughs> yeah. It, it was during one of the movie premieres, right? I think it's, it's yeah. the first. Uh, Rogue One. Oh Rogue yeah, it's Rogue One. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, although, uh, like you say, I'm part of the fanaticism, but I, I never knew where it come from, really. Yeah, I, I don't really know where the feeling comes from. So I had this conversation last time with my friend, uh, his name is Tom, Thomas Franks. He's from Southampton. So um, he was telling my other friend, Duff, who's from Wales, um, why do you support Man United, Duff? You're from Wales, you support your local Wait, club. Wait, your, your friend's Darth, name is Darth? Like Darth Vader? Oh, Darth, no, okay. <laughs> Darth. Darth. Hey, what's up, Vader. Darth? Yeah, it's good. That was good. Darth Vader. <laughs> All right, sorry, continue. So, yeah, back there, sorry. So, um, oh, and they were having that conversation and Darth pointed me out. Look, look at this guy. He's from Kuala Lumpur and he supports Man United. And then I was thinking, yeah, really, why does this fanaticism come to us? And then, um, yeah, I think it's like that, Ayman. It started just as a banter and then um, it pro- probably got to most fans. Uh, we probably become bigger fanatics than anyone else. Yeah, man. Just yeah, can I just add, I think um, the fact why the game played, a game played in UK can be, can have such a huge impact on people in Malaysia, I think part of it is embedded in our culture because mm-hmm. if you look at it, football is undeniably one of the bigger sports in Malaysia. True. You know, especially during youngsters. From from youngsters you can see how much, you know, probably a majority of boys would play football growing up. And mm. when you look at it that way, Premier League is you know, in some ways, one of the biggest football leagues in the world, and it is the biggest football. Yeah, it is yeah, being it the is. biggest one. You know, <laughs> other other leagues can't even compare. You know, when you have only two two good teams and the rest are slightly shitty. Shit so, are you talking so, about yeah. the Bundesliga? <laughs> <laughs> Bundesliga, League A. And Serie One and all of those. Serie A. Yeah, so Serie A. Yeah. Serie A and League One. Man, yeah, sorry. Uncultured swine. Big... <laughs> uh, yeah. See how yeah, so... see how less of a big league. Yeah, yeah. So league. so I believe that's yeah, yeah. why you know a lot of people in Malaysia chose to support these teams from yeah. you know a million a, a thousand kilometers away, and considering. Mm-hmm. Looking at, looking at the condition of our football, football, you know, football league, our local football mm-hmm. league. I'm not gonna say we're not that good, but we're not that good as 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 you know the Premier League level. So, yeah, most of us choose to look up to those people in the UK. The better ones, yeah, yeah, and support them. Yeah, That's probably why. After we know. After after we know like how much they are getting paid for doing what they love, yeah, <laughs> that's just like mind boggling. How how could a football player get that much money by just playing mm. football? Man, it doesn't like affect anybody, other than the fans. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So so you're saying, Imran, that we are attracted to the Premier League because of its quality rather than the um. 
the sort of what what a local from Manchester would support because it's a local club. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But why don't I feel the same to a Kuala Lumpur team or something? Because they're not that good. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, another thing is they're not you. that they're not that like exciting to watch. I'm not yeah, I'm not trying exactly. to like shit on Malaysian leagues, but yeah. you know they're not as exciting as as compared to like watching a Premier League game. Where they have like yeah, this like yeah. complicated set pieces and everything. I agree. They have and more like quality players. I would give some credit to Malaysian League because you can see how much we have improved over the years. But yeah, we're still yeah. not getting there yet. Mm. Yes, I mean. Oh no! Wait. Uh, I just want to ask you guys. Like, um, so fanaticism is like something where you like. Have like an intense or over overwhelming liking, or like an enthusiastic feeling towards it, right? So how yeah. w- how would you say being a fan or a member of a cult is different? Like, isn't that isn't isn't being part of a cult the same as yeah. fanaticism? How how would you guys yeah. view that? Yeah, I I would sometimes ask that question myself. Am I in a cult or am I just a fan? <laughs> <laughs> Like like you yeah, worship but, oh, Man United, right? I think, I think, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think the way I see it, a cult is when you do things for the organization, where they would ask you to do some sort of thing, and then you would follow simply because you're a fan of it. And I don't think we mm. do that, you know. I don't think Manchester United ever told Kalish to, you know, like do something, and then you would <laughs> gladly follow it without thinking and. and for me, that's well, how I see cult. Not you know? told me. Maybe it, maybe yeah. the line is a bit more grey than that. I don't know, but for me, that's how it is. You know, that's the difference. You know. Mm-hmm. Because it's interesting, I mean, because one of the points that I have that we're gonna talk about later is <clears throat> actually extreme fanaticism, and um, yeah, I'm glad you asked that one. All right. So moving on to the next point, uh, we talk about football, we talk about movies. Uh, Imran just now wanted to talk about the music fanaticism, Imran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Music, music fanaticism, especially, um, you know, as everyone here is definitely aware of, fanaticism knows no boundaries. It could mm. go from sports. It could go from, you know, pop culture, and evidently so even in music and. For me right now, before this, you could see fanaticism. It actually grew from even in the times of the 1960s, late 60s and 70s with the Beatles. You know yeah. how mm, yeah. if you looked up the history when the Beatles came to America, it was they were so big. They were extremely mm. big. Like it was... Probably one one of they that's the reason why people call them one of the most successful bands of all time because when you look at their impact on on America their impact on music you know they change a lot and you know when the Beatles actually came to America let me just say you know they were performing in a stadium and the fans were screaming the whole throughout the whole performance and it was up to a point where. The Beatles, they can't even hear themselves. They can't even <laughs> hear themselves playing. <laughs> and and in the end, it actually took a toll on them because they got they grew frustrated of that. 
you know they yeah. they didn't really enjoy performing anymore which you know throughout the later years you could see they stopped touring simply because of that because they couldn't hear themselves playing because everyone was just screaming and oh, there are also some videos that you could watch on youtube where some girls would even faint when they are p- performing live you know it's crazy yeah. it seems like something you would you would see in movies but this is happening in real life you know people were fainting left and right simply because they just couldn't believe that they're there and it's crazy mm, yeah. wow. that's how the beatles impacted and now i think most of that has evolved to a point where you could i would take k-pop fans as an example because you know i don't think right now anyone has any bigger fan base than than k-pop artists K-pop, yeah. Yeah, you know, really and the so. biggest one yeah. I would say is probably, you know, what it is. I mean, what's the biggest K-pop group right now? Blackpink in your area? No lah, it's BTS. <laughs> oh lah, no, yeah. oh BTS. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's, sorry, I that, think that, that was like my own personal opinion <laughs> because oh, I really love my man. <laughs> Whoops! Okay. Accidentally you exposed look, myself you there. Flash. Yeah. Yeah, so because yeah, no, because I I don't really know how to differentiate the bands uh, because I don't know the band members of Blackpink, BTS, and all. Uh, so K K pop stands, are they fan of Korean pop as a whole or fan of only one band? Some would say they're they're a fan of a whole, and some would right. say they're only a fan of the band, and you could. And if you look hard enough, you could see which is which. From what I can observe, <laughs> people who are fan of a certain group, you know, they would be more defensive throughout mm-hmm. the group. And whenever someone says something like, oh, group A is bigger than group B, then group B would be super offended by it. That's how you yeah. could see when someone is a fan of the band or a fan of the music and You know, there are also people who are a fan of music and I would say that is probably one of the lighter forms of fanaticism, but it's still fanaticism, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's a very um, like deep research in K-pop. Yeah, culture, it's a but... very deep research. Yeah, <laughs> wow. I am I am amazed by your, uh, <laughs> by your discussion. Just wow. based on observation. Is, is ready to do a thesis on K-pop My culture. God. Yeah, hit me up if you need. References. <laughs> <laughs> I could be of so, help. Back to the Beatles, Imran. Yeah. Um, was John Lennon's uh, rest in peace, uh, his death, was it related to uh, fanaticism? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. John, um, from there are several different. Uh, several different different sources indicating several different um reasons as to why the guy killed him. But the yep. biggest one that I've read is that he actually killed John Lennon because he's a fan, fan fanaticism of Jesus. I would say, right? Yeah, What's and the that like, was, relation? Yeah, uh, yeah. That's that's where I'm getting. So basically. Uh, there was an interview where people were talk. They were talking about um, Beatles. How big are the Beatles? And John Lennon actually said the Beatles are bigger than Jesus. Mm. Oh. And some. Mm. And I guess you know, in a way that 
the person who killed him, Chapman something, I think he he took offended, he was offended by that. And, and the strange thing is that to anyone who knew about the, the manner of his death, the, the person who killed him actually asked for his autograph before, before killing him. Yeah. So that was um, pretty strange. So I, I wouldn't mm-hmm. say that he's a fan, but, but yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's 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 weird how someone would ask for someone's autograph and then moments later kill him with a gun, yeah, yeah. shoot with him with a yeah. gun. So, yeah. So actually, the the theory I heard, um, I can't remember where and when, was that he wanted to be the last guy to ever get. John Lennon's autograph. Yeah. Oh, wow. that's an yeah, interesting. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've read of that one too, and yeah, when you think about it, it kind of makes sense, you know, if hmm. considering he's he's a nobody, you know, no one knows him. When he kills John Lennon, yeah. suddenly he's John Lennon's killer, Finish. you know. Suddenly there's that link <laughs> between person A and person B, you know. Suddenly you're not just a no one; you're John Lennon's killer, you know. Everyone. No matter everyone how everyone knows you, yeah, everyone knows you, and everyone and there's that link that could never be broken. You know, no matter how mm. or where, whenever people remember John, they would remember his death. Whenever they would remember his death, they would go back to that guy. So, so yeah, that's that's kind of a a way to sort of capitalize on the whole fanaticism thing. Mm-hmm. Right. So. So th- this brings us to the next point that we're going to talk about, which is extreme fanaticism. Of course, fanaticism is already extreme. We are going to get to the um, the the one extreme of it, right? So um, uh, often when we actually watch movies, we watch football, we often become really uh, engulfed in football uh, music that sometimes it consumes us, like. Um, for example, John Lennon's killer. If if the theory that I gave is the one that happened, um, so like in your opinion, Amri, um, how do you think that we should not let this consume us as much? Uh, because um, this thing is very big nowadays, right? Pop culture, True. football. It's, it's all over the news, all over Twitter. Uh okay. Mm, to answer your question, Alish, I mean, uh, I'm just uh, dwelling inside my mind, thinking about how, how, how is this possible? Is it because of the technology? Yeah. Is it because of social media? I mean, yes, technology and social media are basically hand in hand. So mm. I'm just thinking, so wow, technology nowadays. Uh, uh, I mean, social media especially, it it is very affecting actually in terms of yeah. uh, let's say for example, you support a celebrity. And due to social media and also the internet, you get to know the lifestyle of that uh, specific uh, celebrity. And mm. sometimes those uh, celebrities have, I don't know, you could say like, wow, you're very interested in this celebrity's lifestyle, how they look so good, what do, what kind of clothes do they wear. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's, 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 it's uh, mind-boggling actually to think about it. That that mm. technology can influence you so much, but um, to answer your question, Lish, um, I guess it, it all uh, comes down to balance, having a good balance, actually. Yeah. I mean, um, it's 
for me, in my uh, own opinion, I believe that uh, being a fanatic of, let's say, a football club, a music band, or even a celebrity in general, it's okay, mm. actually. Right. It's, it's, it's actually okay, but let's not go over the top. Okay, I get it. Yeah. I'm sorry, Amri. I, I just like to add to um, extreme fanaticism. So, it has been has been happening like since the 1970s. Uh, so recently, I've watched a YouTube channel where, you know, I've I've talked about this before, where they invite someone that's um an expert in a, in something and they, like, review movies or something like that to to how accurate they are, right? So one of the yeah. YouTube videos I watched was um they invited like an ex cult member, and they asked him to do like reviews on on a on certain movies that have like cults in them where they tell stories about cults. Mm. So this is actually a true story where in 1978 in Jonestown in um Jonestown I think it's in America or was it in Georgetown South Africa I can't remember. Um yeah. so 900 people Georgetown actually <laughs> 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 that, that, that's a lot of Georgetown over the world in there. Yeah, okay, proceed. Alright, so coming back to my story. Um, so there was a cult, and the cult leader was was named by the name of Jim Jones. So yeah. in this cult, nine hundred people actually died by suicide, just because their leader asked them to do so. 900 people died yeah. instantaneously just by drinking poison mm. and just because their leader asked them to do so. So, I mean, mm. that's how far extreme fanaticism can go, especially in cults. You know, that's... Yeah. I mean, like... That's crazy, you know. Mm. Was it like yeah, a I mean, kind of a sacrifice? Yeah, it's some sort of like... um. Uh, their leader told them that if you want to go to heaven, I mean, you just you, you just you guys just have to like suicide right now. <laughs> so you so yeah. you drink this Kool Aid that that he made that was laced with poison, yeah. So yeah, nine hundred people that, actually did that, man. That's how that's how bad extreme fanaticism is, and how it affects and, people. And that's like kind of a, like a religious uh, fanaticism, man. You could yep. say that. It is yep because it's a mm. it's a cult, and they believe that their leader that their leader Jim Jim Jones was like, they they believe their leader has like a special relationship with Jesus something like that. Mm. Right. Yep. Religious fanaticism, it exists. Yeah, yeah. So now because we've talked about the dangers of extreme fanaticism, um, obviously. We we always need to draw the line as to where we should stop, or um, for example, not to let that consume us. Of course, mm. um, because when it consume you, it can do everything to you. Like um, I read this one article from Bleacher Report, a uh, sport news. So there's this is one American uh, that who goes to a football fan in Goodison Park, Everton Park, uh, the Everton Stadium. Uh, they were playing Newcastle. And then he was with his son. His son is about um, 12, 11. So they, they were chanting. Of course, it was abusive chanting um, with all the F words, C words and all. So um, 
his son asked him, oh, why are they chanting like that to the Newcastle fan? It's not nice. And then he uh, he went to ask one of the fans, why do, do you chant, uh, why do you sing that chant to the Newcastle fan? They can't even hear you uh, at the end of the, uh, the other end of the stadium. And then he said, it's because um, uh, they consider Newcastle fans, uh, who they call the Toons, are subhumans, meaning they're uh, 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 low-level humans. Yeah. So that even in sport, it, it does go that far and it can consume you that much. Obviously, uh, we don't really see that among us, uh, thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Yeah. Um, so uh, how do you draw the line of fanaticism and um, where do you stop to realize and say, oh, that's too much? I mean, I think it's can too I? much when it starts to affect like other people's life or your own life where mm. you do things that you're not supposed to, something like that. You do things that's mm. not natural or you do things that may hurt other people. I think that's where you just draw the line, man. You just say that, yeah. man, this is too much. Yeah, for me, uh, when I see, what, what I see when I think about fanaticism and its effects, I think the biggest um, where you see where you put the line is for me is if you are a fan of something and you are devoted yeah. to it and if people give you opinion about the things that you are devoted in if you can't take their opinion that is when it gets too far you know for example mm-hmm. if you're a fan of Star Wars and someone said uh, the new Star Wars movie suck if you can't accept <laughs> their opinion you know because Evidently, what everyone is saying is, are are their own opinions. So if they can't, yeah, if you can't accept opin- other people's opinions regarding the things that you are a fanatic of, then for me that is too much, you know. And this goes everywhere, you know, in music. You know, if you think if you're a fan of certain music, for example, if you're a fan of rock music, and then you think rap music is bad, but then someone says rap music is bigger than rock music right now, which is Mm. No way, kind of true. But if you can't accept that, you know, that is when it gets too much. You know, you have to know if you cannot accept other people's opinions regarding something. That is when you know it's too much. You know, that's yeah. how. Mm. That's how I see mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, so going back to my point, like Imran and I, I mentioned, I mean, there must be a good balance lah between uh, what you're supporting and also uh, accepting other people's opinion. And you know you can you can agree to disagree, but I mean uh, yes, you you'll kind of take it too far if you like don't want to accept other people's opinions on that. Uh, so yes, again, uh, having a good balance is key. Yeah, having yeah, a bad, right, good balance of everything. Ultimately, when key. you look, yeah, and yeah, you know, like I said, ultimately when you look at it, everyone what everyone's saying are just their opinions. You know, none of it are facts. True. So if you can't mm. accept opinions, then there's something wrong yeah. with you. Yeah, yeah. So, so some things are, are facts, though. Yeah, like, of course. Um, yeah, yeah. United have twenty league champions. Yeah. Um. Liverpool have nineteen. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, and it's yeah. also also okay. a fact that that um Spurs are better than Arsenal. You know um. <laughs> I just want to say that. Uh, what is the basis for for that? I mind because just someone see a, might just argue. See the table, you know, they have won. The they have yeah. Someone yeah, but someone might argue they have won more Premier Leagues than Spurs. So so yeah, it's it's kind of like I said, it's kind of subjective. It depends on 
um, what the context is. It depends on how you see it. Yeah, I'm seeing yeah. what's happening now. So I I, I don't yeah. I don't do history that much. So <laughs> yeah, if, if talk about I'm when I'm when I'm when wants to talk about the present, not the past. <laughs> yeah, why do you dwell the on past the past, man? Exist. It's not good if you try and dwell on the past. <laughs> Does bad things, you man. Move on. <laughs> so we've talked about the um, bad side sort of of fanaticism. Uh, I do have one good point to end with um, uh, which what I would call uh, I would label it as positive fanaticism. So I watched this interview of Bill Gates um, he was having a conversation with his father, Bill Gates Sr. So his father was the one interviewing him. This interview is back in 2010. So um, someone asked him about Malcolm Gladwell's uh, 10,000 hours rule. So basically in his book, Malcolm Gladwell said, uh, to master a skill, you should put 10,000 hours of practice on it. So uh, what Bill Gates added um, was that um, how could someone go 10,000 hours of doing something if they don't really like it? So um, in his quote, he said uh, that uh, when he started to develop software, uh, he had a bit of luck because he knew someone who also was into software. So he said, what you need to develop skills Um, or even habits, good habits, um, you would need to be a fanatic and also a bit of luck. So, yeah, just to um, sort of the end point of the podcast, to be make it a bit brighter. That, that There is actually positive to fanaticism, after all. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you can take some good points from apa, being a fanatic of... Uh, Yeah, for uh, basically anything. But yeah, again, um, uh, be careful, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just to tell yeah. you guys, like how much is ten thousand hours? So it's uh, it's like one point one years. So if you want to be good at Oof. something, you would have at least to go at it, like yeah. for like one year. So yeah. I've been doing That's gaming like... for one year, but I'm still shit at it. So what's happening, <laughs> man? I've been doing football for years. I'm still shit at it. <laughs> so I mean, I'd say right. that theory is debunked. <laughs> Just But joking. It's a well-known yeah, theory for Malcolm Gladwell, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. One case doesn't make it a bad theory. I mean, there are circumstances <laughs> to your, to your, I mean, to your, uh, let's say, I mean, don't you think consistency is uh, somewhat plays a part? Yes. Yep. I mean, I mean, we're we're, key. yeah, we're not like professional footballers, but we train every day to get good every day. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, even, even gaming, I guess. Point. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we do that every day. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, was it ten uh, thousand hours? Yep. Yeah, I think I think the the issue with with that is that you you weren't really playing. Games every hour for for every day, kan? I mean, yeah lah, of course lah. Uh, so you have to <laughs> so take that still into hope, account. Man. Yeah, there's still. Hope, yeah. Hope. I mean, there's if still. you if you calculate the like amount of hours I played since like I'd say when I was little, I started gaming like before before standard one. So I mean, that actually already accumulates more than ten thousand hours, man. But you've been yeah. changing games. Okay, so let's. Um, I have a record of two thousand hours on Dota, and that's just right. Dota, man. I play okay way more other games, but it's not happening. <laughs> so, so 
okay, so what you're good at is you're good at switching on the computer, going into the game <laughs> and just playing it. That's all. Well, That's your 10,000 hours. I'm, I'm good at a specific game. I'm good. I'm good at walking and talking, so yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah that's, that's nice. pretty depressing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to break I mean, it to something. you, man. It's something to be proud of. But gaming is just isn't it for you. Oh, man. <laughs> I'll prove it you to you. I'll prove it to you in five years. I'll stop being okay. an engineer and I'll start streaming. I'll earn millions nice. and, Ooh, and okay. I'll, I'll just yeah, laugh right. at you, man. <laughs> Good luck, man. Will this podcast be be up then, uh, later? I mean, yeah, in five years, yeah. yeah. will we still be talking? It'll be a nice, yeah, it'll be a nice change of, um, change of background um, in five years' time where we'll be at our own homes. Maybe with kids running around. Sweet. Uh-huh. That's nice. Yeah, Very yeah. hopeful. Yeah. You're, you're at that level already. Wow, wow. Five <laughs> <laughs> years will be 29, man. Oh, that's old. Right. Okay, a bit off so, track. Um, Do you guys want a kids early? Oh. Um, uh, not how, how not long really, marriage, How long would I'd you be married if, until you get kids? I think if I was married Just already, answers. I'll, I'll probably like give it around like three years also or maybe less i yeah. don't know yet just to like enjoy the the quietness yeah i'll probably get um a kid when i'm about 30 33 i don't know uh, and that it's not too old not too young yeah probably uh, still depends it depends actually cannot depend yeah, uh, to plan, i think, uh, I think uh, that is more, not uh, an answer For, for me, Girls don't for like me, I think 30 unconfident is the max. guys. <laughs> 30 yeah. is the max? 30 is the max. Like, I would want my first child to be when I'm 30 years old. The, the least, mm. if, sorry, bukan the least. Like, if it's if I'm older than that, then, you know, it's kind of sad be. because when they're yeah. 20, just getting into university, then I'll be 50-something and it's like such a big Yeah, gap. I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah, so okay, I, okay. I I would say you know it depends. If I get married at 29, then it's going to be one year. If I get married at 25, then it's probably going to be you know one to five years. See, probably. my answer is the same as Imran. Depends, man. Depends. Yeah. Depends on when <laughs> we're getting married. True. <laughs> depends on when true. Imran's future girlfriend will come to him. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. That is true. Yeah, it's true. It's still the future, man. Psych. TikTok things. Right. I think we've had a very lovely discussion this week. That was very, very good. Uh, Imran, would you like to summarize it for us? Quick one. Yeah, so to summarize, fanaticism... What we're trying to outline here is that fanaticism is natural. It comes from, it starts from when you were born. It's in, it's in the themes that you support. It's in the music that you listen, in the movies that you watch. And in its essence, in its raw essence, there's nothing wrong with being a bit, being a bit fanatic of something. But of course, you have once in a while you have to look back at yourself and analyze whether that fanaticism is healthy for you and sort mm-hmm. of 
draw the line as to where you should be and where you shouldn't be and based on what we've discussed today you can see some of the many examples of how fanaticism is in the works of things in the world and you know when you look at it there's no running away from it you're bound to be a fan of something you're bound to be fanatic of something but just try to keep it where it benefits you the most and it Mm. helps you with your relationship with other people and not discriminate anyone that's how I would summarize it what a summary (laughs) what a summary my god that's beautiful man that was beautiful so right so that's it for this week's episode Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Thank you for listening, guys. Don't forget Twitter. We're on Twitter as well. So it's at Burrito Champo. It's without the the. Uh, don't forget to also check us out on Instagram. Uh, our tag is at the Burrito Champo with the in front of it. <laughs> Also, if it's a matter of formality, you can always email us at thebcpod at gmail.com. Again, thebcpod at gmail.com. All right. So thank you, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Ciao. Take care, guys. Bye. Stay safe.